0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: From the lakefront to the riverfront,
0: this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michaels Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels.
1: Good day and welcome on this, uh, well, it depends on where you're at in the state of Wisconsin, I guess, on a rainy, gloomy Thursday. It is absolutely pouring. It has been for a while here at, uh, at the home studios. Other portions of the state uh, getting a lot of rain. Some are dry, some are cold, and uh, others expecting a little bit. Up north, you've got the winter weather advisory, more so over in the, uh, the Minneapolis uh, area. But uh, I saw uh, a buddy of mine sent a picture of a motorcyclist uh, in Rice Lake at the, at the, uh, oh God, at the quick trip and holy mackerel, he was on a motorcycle in the snow, in the snow. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy weather, weather week. Without a doubt, uh, glad you're with us today. Is uh, we got a lot coming up today. As a matter of fact, we uh, have got a good one because today, if you uh, did not know, today is the uh, the the day in which we do fantasy football. So hey, we're we're glad to have you on board. Start uh, shooting us your fantasy football questions to the hashtag Ask Kate, Ask Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, we'll try to get your fantasy football questions coming up here a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Also today, going to talk a lot about the the Green Bay Packers tomorrow. You've obviously got Badger football, and we've got a little bit to talk about there. Uh, There have been some trades that have gone down, and there is rumors. Now, there are rumors that are substantiated. Then there are thoughts of what would work, and I have to make sure that we understand the difference between the two, okay? So... Today, for example, uh, you've got uh, the Vikings making a deal a little bit earlier today. Adam Schefter uh, of ESPN uh, reporting that uh, the the Vikings got into a deal a little bit earlier. And uh, who did they trade uh, Sam? By the way, I'm trying to dig it up, and my computer's running really, really slow.
2: Uh, a couple of draft picks. I'm refreshing it right now. Tom Pellisaro. Yeah, Uh, saying that Yannick Ngakwe for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2022.
1: Okay, so there you go. So the Vikings making a deal, Ngakwe's gone uh, and heading to the Ravens. Again, for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2022. So they're making a move there, and the Ravens trying trying to bolster themselves. And here's the other thing. Last night, I got into this discussion over on Twitter because Antonio Brown is out and apparently has interest. Now, you always hear this from their agents, in from numerous teams. Now, I don't even know who his agent is anymore because, remember, Drew Rosenhaus fired him. So I don't even know who his agent is. But now there is rumors that Antonio Brown, who really uh, has some good friends, with, including Russell Wilson, over with the Seattle Seahawks, that he's considering going to Seattle. And you think to yourself, you know what, Seattle – why would that make sense? Because Seattle does. They have Tyler Lockett and company. they got a pretty good wide receiving core. Well, it's the same reason they picked up – now, their defense is nowhere near good. Their defense, as a matter of fact, pretty pretty bad. Uh, but they picked up snacks to try to be able to at least stymie the run and get some pressure up front and up the gut. But when you've got Russell Wilson and Geno Smith, both of those guys over on the Seattle Seahawks who are friends with or at least like Antonio Brown, uh antonio brown considering going there and then when you say you know look they like i mentioned they've uh they've already got dk Metcalf, tyler lockett uh was it david moore's another one uh they've got some philip dorsett they've got some guys over there can get the job done that's a team that just wants to get better they're undefeated and they're willing to take a chance now i'm not saying that's the right fit for the green bay packers I, i'm I, I don't think it is this is a guy that hasn't played in a year and a half okay Um, I would be apt more to see them make a trade for someone else, and I'll get to that in a minute. But this is a team that no matter what stone they have to unturn, they're going to go ahead and try to make a deal to get better. And you don't hear a lot of rumors about the Packers in that sense. This goes back to what we were talking about earlier this week about getting the team and going for it and trying to do things to just give you an extra edge, and that's – that's that's not that's not the Packers' way. Not they always try to find that uh, that 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 band aid, you know, the the lightning in a bottle. And that's you know to a certain extent I get that because you don't want to overpay or you don't want to bring somebody. But you're talking about trades or bringing somebody in, or you know, right now you're talking about. Uh, I, I was reading in um, I think it was the Athletic uh, about how the Packers should be possibly thinking about trying to make a bid for J.J. Watt. He would bolster, obviously, the defense. He's a hometown guy. He would love to come here. You know, try to make a bid for J.J. Watt. Then there was another article that I was reading yesterday about how the Packers should go after Julio Jones. He's extremely unhappy. Has uh, not said it publicly, but the rumors are he wants out of Atlanta. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are clearly a bad football team, and they could pick up some decent draft choices for him. So should the Packers go after a guy like Julio Jones and, and, and try to hang on to him? and try to bring him into this situation. There's just uh, I I want to see the Packers do something because let me ask you this, which leads us into our topic. The Packers, we had talked about yesterday, most likely a 12 and 4, 13 and 3 team. You can kind of see that, right? If you're that good, that's where you're going to end up. Why would you not try to hedge your bets? Why would you try not why would you not try to get better? Picking other practice squad guys up, unless they're a practice squad guy who's coming back from injury, who's, you know, wasn't able to play last year and trying to work himself back into shape, who's got a track record of being successful, why would you try why why would you not do anything? Do you think you're that good? You got the hell beat out of you this past week. Now was it a bad game? Could have been just a bad game. Absolutely. But why would you try why would you not try to do anything? To get yourself better. And we look, we all know it. We had Brian Baldinger on, he knows it. We've had pro football focus Sam Monson on, he knows it. All these other analytics, former players, people that are at talking heads on the NFL network, on Fox, on ESPN, they all know it. We're not we're not getting past the eyeball test here. There's two things you you really need. You need a linebacker and you need wide receiver help. You need a you it, the, the shame of it is you had Jordy and you had Greg and you had James and you had your Michael and you had Donald and you can go through that list. You had weapons. And your offense was damn near unstoppable. You've got a fortified offensive line. Why 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 not go for it? It's not going to cost you a ton. It's not going to put you in salary cap jail. You already gave up draft choices for a guy you're not even going to play. So why not go for it? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Legitimate question. And maybe you're uh, along a different line of thinking. But I think it's a legitimate question. Why not just go for it? Put an extra draft choice here or there that would bring you something in return. I know you need to build through the draft. I get it. That is the life's blood of any franchise. But at this point, why not go for it? Why not? You know, you if, if indeed you only have Aaron Rodgers for your three years, because that's what, in essence, you set in motion, the clock ticking, when you drafted Jordan Love. If that was indeed your head nod, then why not go for it now rather than say, well, we're going to wait to stockpile for three years? 855 830 So if the Packers, in your mind, are still a 13-3 team, why wouldn't you go for it? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. if you want to chime in. Please feel free to go ahead and do so. You can hit us up over there on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Sam at Sam double underscore Schmitz. He's producing today. Radio Joe off until next week. You got Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass at Evan Heff 25 Find us over on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. And don't forget, coming up later on today in the 5 o'clock hour uh, this afternoon, this evening, Going to do some Facebook Live, getting you ready for the uh, Bill Michael Suttle coming up tonight. Uh, Also, find us uh, over on YouTube. Find us on Instagram. And uh, thanks to to everybody. I'll I'll get to naming some of the names a little bit later on, but the Radio.com app uh, up and running. And uh, a great way to take a listen to the program. But why would you not go for it right now? Why would you just not say, okay, the next couple of years, they're vital. We have got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Why don't we try to fortify as much talent around him as we possibly can? Doesn't that make sense? Or maybe I'm, I'm I'm off base. Agree or disagree? 855-830-8648. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Huddle, which is coming up tonight. Kevin Holden from CBS fifty eight and Christina Tussaud from the same, gonna be on the panel tonight talking a lot about this Green Bay Packers team, getting you ready for the Houston Texans and talking some Thursday night football. And who knows, maybe we'll throw just a little bit of Badgers in there as the Badgers get ready to take on Illinois coming up tomorrow night out at Camp Randall. And, again, it's all brought to you by Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. Answer the question. You tell me. Do you agree or disagree with me? Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill
3: Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: We're glad you are with us today. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Quick Trip's got you covered, just like mom would make. All kinds of goodness. They make them up, package them up right there out in uh, La Crosse. Send them to you, to all the different stores all throughout the state, the upper Midwest, and then you grab them later that afternoon, take them home, heat and eat, all good stuff, just like mom would make. Fettuccine, uh, chicken Alfredo. They've got beef stroganoff, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, all those meals right there at your fingertips. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget, use your quick rewards card as well. And Quick Trip, they have got you covered. Are the Packers a 13-3 and team, in your opinion? 12-4, and maybe 14-2, and as some of you said yesterday. But if they are, don't you think they need to hedge their bets a little bit? 855-830-8648. Let's go to Joe listening to us in Orlando. Joe, how you doing, man? What's going on, buddy?
4: I'm good, Unit. How are you?
1: I'm doing well today. What are you thinking?
4: So, no, I agree 100% with what you're saying. I mean, if now isn't the time to go after a J.J. Watt or Julio Jones instant huge upgrade, then I don't know when is. Um, But, honestly, the concern is we've got this GM, Brian Gutekunst. Um, In every interview he does, he seems to brag about how he's got a lot of Ted Thompson in him, um, which to me is almost like he's trolling the fan base. Um, given how unpopular, uh, you know, Ted Thompson was towards the end. And he's just got this, you know, I'm the smartest guy in the room mentality. And, uh, you know, instead of going for the obvious, uh, you know, trying to make a deal for one of these guys that could put us over the top, you know, he thinks, uh, you know, he's going to bring some guy off the practice squad, um, you know, because he knows better or, or whatever. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Um, but yeah, I think now's the time. I, I honestly don't know um, what they're waiting for. Rodgers isn't getting any younger. Um, You know, the windows reopened a little bit, so to speak. Um, So let's go for it.
1: Uh, I would love to see them go for it. I would love to see them put – appreciate the phone call. I would love to see them – I don't necessarily have to have a splash. But (laughs) – Jesse just writes. It would make me feel better if the Green Bay Packers were at least involved in some of these talks. Um, I think sometimes fans want to know your team is doing everything they possibly can to get better. Now it's not as if they're not. They, it, it, you know, I can't imagine Brian Gutekunst is sitting there going, "You know what? We got an opportunity here." Nah, I'm not going to do that. I don't really want to get better. I, I we're just going to we're going to stand pat. I, if that's your mentality, then you shouldn't be a general manager. If that's your mentality, you shouldn't be a head coach, and you certainly shouldn't be an owner or a president because you, you're you in it to win it. Now, you have to preserve the sanctity of the franchise for the long haul. I get it. But if an opportunity presents itself and you pass just because, sometimes it's you're, you're sending the message to your fan base that what we're doing is good enough and we'll just hope and pray. Nothing guarantees anything. But sometimes fans don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? You don't want to hear that. You, you want to hey, say, hey, you're, you're doing everything. We're spending our money on tickets and merchandise and jerseys and helmets and footballs and uh, it's taking three and a half hours out of our Sunday and calling into talk shows. And We have a passion for this. We hope that your passion would give us something extra because, after all, we're putting out certain amount of money to, to see our team at least perform at a high level you know now I get it if you are a team like if you're if you're a fan of say New York or Cincinnati or you pretty much you could say New York and just leave it as a blanket statement at this point since they stink on ice but if you're in those if you're in that realm you can say you know what <laughs> the people making the decisions are just bad people with bad decisions but uh, but this is a franchise that you've you've got cornerstones in place and man if you don't if you don't do everything you can with a hall of fame quarterback in either the prime and or the backside of his career before he slides into the abyss when you've already started the clock ticking on your next coming what are you doing Are you telling the fans, you know what, we'll stay competitive, but just wait for three years, and then once he gets under center and Jordan Love, give him a couple years to mature after that, and then we'll be good. That's a five-year plan, right? Isn't, in essence, that's what you're saying? Uh, Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how are you doing today, man? What's going on?
5: Hey, how much? Not much, Bill. How are
1: you doing, man? I'm doing well today.
5: Excellent. Hey, um. You know, I am, uh, I'm in total agreement with you. I, uh, I really uh, feel like Guttekunst, not only should he be trying to do more, um, he needs to do more to really save his job. Uh, I think that the 2020 draft was such a horrendous blow it that if you're not going to build through the draft – Then you best be doing something in free agency or some sort of move to try to build because we could be looking at a defense right now with, um, excuse me, Patrick Queen and Justin Matabuke on it, which you cannot tell me that would not be fielding a better product than they are right now with Jordan Love and AJ Dillon, who's hardly seen the field. You can go deeper than that in that, you know, I think they picked the wrong linebacker in the fifth. They should have picked Evan Weaver out of Cal instead of an often injured Camille Martin. And, and uh, you know, if, if you can't say you're going to build through the draft and then blow a draft like they just did, which they could have really strongly built on their defensive side and then turn around and not do anything to try to, to try to either make amends or try to show that you had a plan aside from the draft and they just they haven't done that and, and I, I don't understand why they devalue the inside linebacker position so much and, uh, and or how they don't see that they need to be able to get home with just their defensive line to free their linebackers up on uh, on certain occasions you know depending on the offense. So they, they really failed in the draft, and I don't see them doing anything on the in another in other areas to compensate. Thanks,
1: Bill. No, I, I agree. I appreciate the phone call. I, I don't know about complete failure in the draft, only for the fact that we don't know what Jordan Love's going to amount to. If he amounts to be the next guy for the next 10, 12, 15 years, then clearly they hit on him, okay? Because there's a lot of pressure on that draft choice to become a a true first-round quarterback draft choice. I mean, Without a doubt. However, I, you know, to say you're going to build through the draft, well, that's fine. But when you're building for the future, and I'm not talking about the future as in somebody that can grow this season and then become much better next season, to, to, I think between the fact that you drafted a guy who's not going to play for at least three years and then another guy and then giving away that draft choice to get him, It was kind of a mixed message. It kind of said, you know, well, we're going to go ahead and just kind of stick with what we got and hope we survive and remain competitive because then we're already looking for three years down the road. That's what it told a lot of fans. And I know that's not what the Packers want you to believe, but that's, that's, that's the reality of it. And I completely agree with you. The fact that for whatever reason, there's a devaluation of the middle linebacking position. All these good defensive teams that you see have good outside and inside pass rush. Linebackers that can cover, linebackers that can blitz, linebackers that can come from the edge, and I don't understand—I never did—when Elliot Wolf said, "Well, you value the linebackers more than we do." Okay, I look at a lot of the great defense. When you think about some of the greatest defenses, weren't they led by middle linebackers? Some of the some of the greatest. Go back to, go back to the go, go back to the steel curtain, all the way back to to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers days. And the linebackers they had. Now they had beef up front, don't get me wrong, but they had incredible linebackers. Brian Erlocker led that defense for years. The Bears picked up Roquan Smith. He's, he's turned out to be a hell of a middle linebacker. Ray Lewis. Go look at that Cleveland or that uh, Baltimore Ravens defense. For years. They had key linebackers. I don't know why there's a devaluation of the linebacker position in Green Bay. 855-830-8648. Uh, if you want to chime in, go ahead and do so. Uh, go back to the phone calls. Mike listening to us in Hey, Mike, how you doing today, man? What's up? Mike, you there? Let's get back to uh, – let's go to Mike listening to us in Green Bay. Mike, how you doing? Oh, he dropped off too. Okay. Well, there you have it. Well, that's okay. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. And when we do, we're going to hear from Devontae Adams uh, of the Green Bay Packers. Wide receiver, obviously, and uh, get some of his thoughts. And we'll talk more about Antonio Brown's suspension. It's going to be up after week eight. And there's already teams that are talking about bringing him in, the Seattle Seahawks being one of them. Does the, the Seattle need to do it? They're 5-0. and Not really. But they want to add to the arsenal because they figure, look, Snacks, he'll maybe fortify a, a space for them defensively, who they've already picked up. And maybe Antonio Brown gives them just another little edge that you're going to have to consider so this offense becomes even more prolific because they know they're going to have to just flat-out outscore people to win a lot of games. So we'll talk more about that coming up here uh, coming up here shortly. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at, uh, our, over there at Van Horn Automotive. Cross-brand selling from Ferrari to Geo Metro, my friends. Your car's never been worth more. No gimmicks, no pressure, whatever it happens to be. Stop in. And, uh, and see for yourself. They have locations all over Wisconsin and in Iowa. And any Van Horn, Van Horn location can help you. Just go, by the way, to their website, which is vanhornauto.com. That's vanhornauto.com. And click on the Sell My Vehicle link for the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. You can even service or, or finance your service right now. You can do that. Uh, APR 0%, 12 months, any repair up to $2,000. There's so many things you can do with vanhornauto.com. I did it. I've gotten four. I've received four cars from them. I bought four cars from them, and you can do it. Uh, it's it's very simple. Whether it's new or used, I found my used car on their website as well. And I actually I found about three of them. I put them all together, drove them, and fell in love with the Genesis. And that's the the one I ended up buying. But I just picked up the new Chevy Silverado from them. Uh, I shouldn't say picked up. They delivered it because they do things CDC guideline, so that way you stay safe in this weird weird world in which we live go to vanhornauto.com to buy your car sell your car find a new car find a used car uh, find a domestic find an import uh, finance the vehicle whatever it happens to be go to vanhornauto.com that is vanhornauto.com more the bill michaels show coming up next you're listening to the bill michaels sports talk network We are glad to have you the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on on this Thursday, on this rainy, gloomy Thursday, depending on what part of the uh, state you happen to be in. A lot going on weather-wise. Man, see, like, uh, just to the south of us, just uh, just, like you go down to, say, Indianapolis, they've got record highs right now. I saw that uh, St. Louis and such uh, are near 80. (laughs) It's just... It's like just a line that just is drawn from Chicago and goes northward. It just, it is what it is. Hey, uh, but we know the weather is here. We all know that. So uh, right now, through the end of October, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offering no money down, no interest, and no payments for 24 months when you replace your leaky old windows and doors right now. Or they give you the option. You can choose 2.99% APR uh, for 12 years. Because we know that the weather's changing, right? And I'm sitting here looking at just a blustery, blick kind of day, and it's cool. And I walked into my house after coming back from the gym this morning, and it's nice. You don't hear the wind. The wind was whipping this morning, too. You can hear it pound against the house, but you couldn't hear it coming through the windows. You couldn't hear any little whistling sounds or anything like that. And it stays warm inside, keeps the cold outside. That's the way it's supposed to be. You can it now and pay later. No money down, no interest, and no payments for 24 months or 12 years, 2.99% APR financing to approve credit right now through the end of the month uh, there are some restrictions but that's okay look we can all get past that right go to the showroom if you if you choose to do so or it's simple stay home stay safe pelletwi.com that is pelletwi.com it does three things it makes your house more economical it beautifies your house makes it more secure as well and it adds value to your home why wouldn't you want to do it see the uh, free consultation today free pelletwi.com hey some breaking news uh, quarterback chargers quarterback tyrod taylor who was been out about a month with that punctured lung he's now been medically cleared to play and uh, justin herbert remains the starter but tyler or excuse me taylor could return as the backup uh, according to in rapaport uh, this week if all the uh, practices go well so uh, just an fyi if you have fantasy football and maybe you're looking over your shoulder if you're justin herbert although he's ex- he's played pretty well but uh, nevertheless uh, we'll talk more about that with fantasy questions coming up with ask, hashtag AskKate over on Twitter coming up a little bit later on in the program. But all the uh, breaking news brought to you by our friends at Pennzoil made with natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Um So a hearing from Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams uh, spoke to the media yesterday, and uh, one of the things he talks to, uh, about was uh, the, the Bucks cornerback, uh, Jamal Dean, uh, saying that he got the pick six because he saw – the Packers running a route that was very predictable and he knew it was coming.
3: I think that's just something that DBs like to say to make it seem like they're more of a student of the game than what they are. I'm not really in a day um, whether or not, I mean, nobody knows but him, but I mean, I think it was more so the coverage and the situation than anything. Um, But saying that you knew based off of formation, all that makes you sound smarter. So I think that's just why he went with that.
1: Uh, and then he talks about Lafleur and Rogers saying, "Look, the the practice last week. Part of the problem was it just it was it was bad. They didn't have good practices."
3: Well, I mean, the, the attention to details there. I'm not I'm not uh, so sure that it's been you know anything's been extremely off um, off the of last week. I don't I don't I never saw anything that looked glaring to me that you know we weren't prepared or we weren't practicing the right way. Um, but I just you know today definitely after. We, we all got a little little bit of a um, sour taste in our mouth from this past game. So um, the attention to detail was there. I think everybody was kind of locked in, helping out one another. We had a, a walkthrough period where, you know, just kind of more, it was above the above the shoulders practice where we just kind of locked in mentally. And, um, you know, you could kind of, you could see that it was there. Even with the mistakes, people knew what they were, uh, you know, what the mistakes were, um, repeated some plays and, and, and got them right. So I think everybody's mind is right at this point.
1: Now, there's one thing that really we all noticed. You noticed it. I noticed it. It was getting in and out of the huddle in a timely fashion. They weren't using hard counts, not a lot of motion, running the clock down to zero, coming out of the huddle closer to, uh, you know, within 10 seconds of actually snapping the football. So he talked about how much leaving the huddle earlier helps the offensive flow.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely helps getting up to the line earlier for me just so I can kind of see the defense. Um there's things certain teams do pre-snap where it'll kind of give a tell to me to know what the, what the coverage is going to end up being. Um, So, you know, that's, that's very important. And then um, uh, as it, as it pertains to Aaron, I mean, I I, I feel like the, the more we get up there and, you know, we we can see the defense, Aaron can mess around with the count and do things like that. Um, You know, it makes the defense a little bit more nervous because they know they got spots that they got to get to, especially if they're disguised and they know, you know, if he's showing one high I and mean, then the guy got to get and be a high field safety, um, the hard count just kind of gets him, you know, obviously, you know, he got to get to that spot. He's got to get there quick. So it, it'll give it away. Certain certain teams want to jump because they know they got to cover their areas. Um, and just playing against Aaron Rodgers, you may not have as much confidence as you do Is you know, in in practice where you're holding it all the way through the, through the snap of the ball. So um, him doing that and they know that, you know, we're, we're quick to, to catch guys um, uncovered. If if somebody's not in the right spot, that can end up uh, you know hurting them. So um, it definitely puts them in a bind having Aaron be able to play with that uh, the snap count a little bit.
1: So the uh, the question was posed to Devontae Adams during this this media zoom, and one of the things he was asked was if he agrees with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers said it. I think Matt Lafleur even made a made a reference to it that. They just got this. This Buccaneers loss—it was ugly. Uh, you you got to look at the film. You see what you did. You just get it past you, and then put it behind you in the rearview
3: mirror. Yeah, man. I mean, we're not—we're not too concerned with the outside noise. Obviously, the—you know—you'll be upset because you know what we expect from ourselves. So obviously, guys will be upset at the, the outcome or you know how we played, how we how we executed. But it's not—you know—we're not trying to do it for anybody on the outside. It's not like oh, we want to shut the critics up, so we're going to go out there and play a good game. So. Um, that's never been the mentality of this team. And um, I think teams that do worry about that, um, you know, they, they kind of ride on the highs and lows more than um, teams that just kind of, you know, we want to obviously do this as, as the season uh, goes on, but you don't, you don't want to live in this world because when you start worrying about the outside, you know, you, then you mess up during the game and then that's where your mind is rather than um, being about fixing the, the issue and, and getting ready for the next play. So um, we just kind of got that next play, next – you know, next snap, next game mentality. And, uh, you know, that's that's the best way to go about it.
1: Now they've uh, got the Houston Texans on the docket. Remember, one of the Houston Texans is none other than Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, one of the newest wide receivers over there. And he was asked what he learned from Randall Cobb in his time in Green Bay.
3: How to be a pro, honestly. Just how to, how to go about your business, how to take care of your body. Um, just really everything that comes with being a pro. Um, taking care of my, my business in the media. Um, you know, being smart, obviously. I'm a smart guy, and I'm not going to be goofing off doing anything I shouldn't be doing off the field, but, um, you know, Randall and Jordy were kind of the, the the poster children for, you know, just doing it the right way, playing ball, letting letting ball kind of take care of everything, um, not not being a diva, nothing nothing extra outside of just playing ball and, and being there for your teammates. So um, that would probably be the, the biggest thing that he left with me.
1: And then why he thinks that the Texans, who have been a playoff team in recent history – why have they regressed and started out just at 1 and
3: 5 we just we we attacked the game the same way at the end of the day you know they they're a really good team i think you know you look at the personnel i don't know what they have going on you know as far as why they haven't um ended up in the position that they want this early in the year but you know that i see a lot of talent on that team so you you have to respect it and um you know the joint practices are cool I, it was the first time I, I didn't have any issues other than um, that one with Jace but I, I think that it's a it's a it's an interesting thing I haven't done it enough to really form an opinion but um, you know it, it was cool I, I guess I'd do it again.
1: So there you go that was uh, Devontae Adams uh, yesterday uh, talking with the media and uh, you know kind of giving his side of things they get ready for the, the Houston Texans they're next up on the docket the Texans he's right one in five and Can't really tell why a team has regressed. I mean, you can look at talent, obviously. You can look at play calling. You can look at just injuries. There's so many different aspects to that that can cause a team to go from some of the highs to the lows. And don't forget, I mean, how many times have we seen a team that goes worst to first? that all of a sudden it just it clicks, you know, whether it's the third year or second year or whatever in a system or a head coach gets fired, everybody gets a new energy. They don't change a lot. Maybe they had one piece that really solidifies a whole. And, again, I, I always talk about football. You're only as good as your weakest link. Maybe you fix that weakest link, and suddenly your football team just gets, as a whole, better. So so many things to, uh, to get into. Let's do this. When we come back, We'll go back to the phone calls. Willie is in Milwaukee and a cast of thousands. Also, if you want to chime in over on Twitter, you can do so at Bill underscore Michaels. We'll get some of your emails as well. And we'll talk about the Seahawks thinking about bettering themselves. They're undefeated. And if you think the Packers are a team that is very competitive and going to be going at least perceptually deep into the postseason, then do you think they should be the ones hedging their bets? They should be the aggressors right now trying to find additional talent out there that is going to bolster this team, whether it's going to be a big piece or a little piece, how much does this team need to try to progress forward to put the talent around Aaron Rodgers so that he, in the next two or three years, going by what your clock, when you you picked up Jordan Love, you started that clock going by what your clock would indicate, that uh, you need to get it done in the here and the now. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. More of the Bill Michaels show next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on coming up tonight six to eight. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle this evening. It's brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. And uh, tonight we got Christina Tussaud and Kevin Holden from CBS Fifty Eight, both on the panel with us this evening. So uh, look for the uh, Facebook Live video in the five o'clock hour. Go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. And we'll answer some of your questions, like we did the other night. We'll be doing that again coming up this evening. So looking forward to that. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to Willie. Willie in Milwaukee. How you doing, buddy? What's going on?
2: Doing good. Doing good. Um, if there's any truth to this uh, Julio Jones uh, possible trade, um, I guess I guess something towards that. And I really don't think that the Packers are going to do anything because I think this draft showed us what's coming, which is probably not paying Aaron Jones, maybe giving Jamal Williams a little money and going forward with him and Corey, or not Corey Dillon, with uh, Dillon. But um, if they want to make some waves in the locker room and get the fan base thinking that they're trying to do something, they could go to Atlanta and offer them Jordan Love and Mark Valdez-Scantling or anybody else for Julio Jones. They need to move on from Matt Ryan here soon, and it would show Mm -hmm. that we are trying to do something right now, and we've already proven our point with Rodgers. So, I don't know. That's something that I'd be more than fine with.
1: Yeah, I uh, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, if they were to go after Julio Jones, it it appears anyway that they are in, you know, they fired their head coach. They're going to be looking for a new head coach next year. If you believe you've got enough pieces in place down there, then I don't think you get rid of your top wide receiver. However... However, um, there there is some some rumors we'll say that uh, that the Julio Jones is wanting to move on you know so um, if you uh, if you're looking to to pick up a wide receiver in the short term, then yeah you, Absolutely. I would go after Julio Jones in a heartbeat. I mean, he's still – put it this way. You put him alongside Devontae Adams, it would make everybody flourish. Everybody would flourish, without a doubt. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. want to hear from you. Again, 855-830-8648. Hey, don't forget, coming up uh, later on in the program, we're going to get into some fantasy football, and when we do so – uh, we're going to be uh, doing it under the hashtag ask Kate. So, uh, Kate Majuke, uh, ballblastfootball.com and rotoworld.com going to be coming up uh, about an hour and a half from right now, a little bit more than that, but we're going to be doing some fantasy football later on today. Uh, Antonio Brown is not a free agent. He is, uh, or is not a, it won't be a trade. It's a, he's a free agent. And if you want to sign him, you just got to wait cause he can't play for the next couple of weeks. He can't come into your organization for the next couple of weeks. He's serving an eight game suspension. And remember, then you got to get him up to snuff. You know, you got to get him. You got to first of all, you got to work him out. You got to see if he's even game ready. You know, where is his physicality right now? Is he is he just in shape or is he in football shape? Because it's very very hard to just all of a sudden step in and go, okay, here we go. You know, where is he? Then you got to wonder where is he mentally. You know, he's got baggage. You know, he's got a he's got a burglary charge. He's got a, a sexual misconduct charge. He's got other things going on legally right now, and you don't want to take that uh, distraction away from your locker room. But, again, I go back to the fact that you're talking about a team that is and 5-0, and they, you've got a quarterback that's going, hey, give me a weapon. I know this guy. I think I can m- work with this guy. I can manage this guy. What's the worst that could happen? You know, if if, if he acts up, cut him loose. You know, it's throwing, throwing some money down the tube, but cut him loose. At least you tried. I just look at it as you've got – If you started the clock ticking on Aaron Rodgers and you say the next three years that Jordan Love's probably going to be your guy, then don't you at least want to push your chips to the middle of the table with a Hall of Fame quarterback right here, right now? Don't you feel the necessity to do that? Don't you feel the urgency to do that? Because you've only got two more tomorrows left. If you don't win anything this year, you only have two more tomorrows left. Unless, of course, Jordan Love isn't the guy – then, which, you're going to look rather foolish because you traded up, you traded away a draft choice to bring in a guy that didn't help your team. I mean, that's that's your legacy pick. You know, I think Brian Gutekind is a, is a good general manager. I really do. So, sometimes I don't necessarily agree with the moves, but that's okay. We can agree to disagree. But I think in the here and the now, knowing what we know, the eyeball test, seeing what we see, As much as I like Alan Lazard, as much as I like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and I like his speed, his ability, Equinemia St. Brown, they just haven't had a chance to really shine. They haven't had that breakout capability, and Equinemia St. Brown's been hurt more than he's been capable of playing. Your depth is questionable. And to the eyeball test, we all know what it is you need. You took a stab at at Christian Kirksey and – Pretty much like we thought, it didn't pay off to the to the extent of an injury. Hopefully, towards the end of the season, he can really help you out and solidify the linebacking position. But right now, you need wide receivers and linebackers, and that's the same thing we were saying when we were sitting there back in April talking about the NFL draft. Nothing has changed. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back, we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show when we get back. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, we'll ask him that specific question and we're going to hear from one of the tight ends of the green bay packers plus jerry dinardo college football analyst for the big 10 network it's time to talk some college football badgers illinois they get going tomorrow night out of camp randall all of that coming up in the next hour on the bill michaels
0: show t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours